Hi, this is John Leahy, host of Airing It Out, Files from Leahy's Broadcast Booth. I wanted to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to the podcast on a weekly basis. I truly appreciate my great audience. I'd also like to encourage you to consider subscribing to the podcast. We're on Apple and Spotify and virtually any place where podcasts are heard. So if you like the content, please consider subscribing. I appreciate it once again. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of Airing It Out, Files from Leahy's Broadcast Booth. I'm John Leahy. Thanks so much for stopping by on the podcast this week. I uh, hope you enjoyed last week's episode. I, uh, last week, I was struggling to find some content and uh, just kind of sat down and hit the record button and uh, wound up coming up with what I thought was a pretty good episode. came uh, straight from the heart. So um, if you'd like to check that out, please feel free to check out the website we have for the podcast. You can find it at LeahyStorytelling.com. All the episodes we've done are there. And uh, you can also find a blog. There's also uh, a video section. I added a couple of more videos today, as a matter of fact. You can also leave a voice message. Look for the purple microphone at the lower right-hand corner of each page of the website. And uh, also, I encourage you to consider subscribing to the podcast if you like what you hear. We have new content that comes out every Wednesday, and we're on Apple and Spotify and uh, pretty much wherever podcasts are heard. Uh, if you go to the website, you can see exactly where we are. And uh, so if you'd like to subscribe, you'll automatically be notified when a new episode uh, comes up. And as I said, that's uh, usually every Wednesday. So... Uh, this week on the podcast, I actually alluded to it last week, but uh, we're going to talk some movies this week, and we're going to talk movies with our good friend Kitty Ray. She is the flick chick from uh, the state of New Hampshire, and uh, she's been on New Hampshire radio many times talking about her love for movies, and that is going to be uh, the content of the podcast. Uh, Kitty Ray, it is wonderful to have you here. Been wanting to get you on for a long time, and uh, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. You know, I never miss a chance to talk about movies <laughs> or or actually just talk. <laughs> but you know what? But, John, you know what? I heard you say last week and a uh, little just a few minutes ago about coming from the heart. Yes. And wanted to do something coming from the heart. And this is why I talk about movies. I love them. Yeah, you do. You are the expert. I do. You, oh, well, I don't know if I'm an expert, but I do know I like to talk about them. Well, good. You're in the right place, and we're going to have a lot of cool stuff here uh, for our listeners to tune into. And I guess I'll start by asking you, um, so what's good in terms of uh, current movies? What's out there, and uh, what are you oh. recommending to uh, for people to oh, go see? Well, you know, John, right, this time of year is kind of awesome anyway, because when you have the hustle and bustle of the holidays— yeah. And you know that there's going to be a lot of things that we can get just from 
our TV sets and, um, you know, for the holiday movies. And you can't go wrong with just, you know, watching those old, if I can say old, maybe I should say classic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but the movies um, just, you know, like from, I know Frosty the Snowman was just on and uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, things like that. But I am a person that I love to go into the theater. And I do go at least once, twice, maybe even three times a week. Wow. Uh, I do. I did Uh, not know it was that frequent with you. It is. It truly is. Maybe it's I don't have a life. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) But there's just so many things that are coming out. And uh, right now in the theaters, there's, you know, around the holiday time and, uh, you know, people, a lot of the the, uh, movie companies are trying to you know, like beat the holiday, you know, like, hey, opening day, Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, But um, right now, there's a few things out that I recommend. All right. uh, This isn't very Christmassy, though. That's all right. No, that's well, we'll get to the Christmas stuff in a little bit. If there's there's general stuff out there you think people should see, we want to hear them. Go ahead. All right. I uh, for sure. You need to take the kids to see Trolls. Okay. And it's it's like an hour and 30 minutes. It's an animated movie. Um, it's a lot of music. I know uh, parents and the children will get up and dance. And it, it has some great um, singing by Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. And it's definitely something you want to take your, your uh, kids or grandchildren or, hey, like me, if you want to go out there and just see a pretty uh, entertaining movie, hour and a half, super, you know, it's a great timing. Uh, not too long, not too short, just enough time to eat popcorn. There you go. <laughs> Which, folks, you know, uh, just so you know, I rate my movies by boxes of popcorn. Oh, wow. Five, I do. Some of these people rate them by stars or Rotten Tomatoes. I do mine by boxes of popcorn. And you have so to I have think, you have to have you have to have the buttered popcorn, right? Well, you know you do. <laughs> and people try to tell you they say, "Hey, Kitty, you can just buy some popcorn from uh, Shaw's or wherever. It's going to be the same." It is not the same. No way. No <laughs> way, not, not at all. No. <laughs> but so one being the least and up to 5. So if I give five boxes of popcorn, it's the best. And I have given a five before. But All right. I'm kind of a tough critic. Yeah. But, um, and I'm not sure what puts it over the top. Um, a, but anyways, Trolls, super fun, at least a four. Four boxes of popcorn. You'll want to go see that. All right. All right. What else you got now, for us? Well, on a more serious note, Napoleon. Okay. And that's two hours and 37 minutes. And Joaquin Phoenix is in there as as Napoleon and it is uh, really um, I gave it four box I give it four boxes of popcorn slightly slow in certain areas I don't think Joaquin Phoenix is really being I'm not sure if it's him or if it's the script but it w- it's really worth going to see so okay. definitely if you haven't seen that yet go see that but the one that I saw two weeks ago and it's still with me to this day. All right. Is Killers of the Flower Moon. All right. So tell us a little bit about that one. What's that about? Well, Martin, this is a Martin Scorsese's 
he's the director. Yep. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is in it, as well as Robert De Niro. All right. And it is based on the Osage Nation, and this is based on a true story where a couple of guys who are not that nice uh, try to actually take over this nation. Okay. Uh, Indian nation, and they actually try to kill off the women in this family who are rich from oil on Indian land. And uh, without saying too much about this movie, because I don't want to have a huge spoiler alert here, All right. it is something that I saw over two weeks ago, and I think about it almost daily. Uh, it's one of the movies, it is like three hours. It's a three-hour movie. Wow. I did not get out of my seat once, nor did I want to go refresh my popcorn. And this is a movie that I probably will go back into the theater to see again. Wow. Uh, I'll be surprised that this is not up for an Academy Award nomination. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, um, it's a very moving, moving uh, flick. And uh, I so think... Uh, yeah. So, so is it is it a portrait of Napoleon's life? Is is that the? No, no. Well, for Napoleon or Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay, you're talking about Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay, right. Yeah, two two different movies. Yeah, Napoleon's life. Yes, that was about him and his rise and fall, and his also love of Josephine, his really one true love. Yeah. Besides, yep. Po- besides power. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that one is, it's based on, I mean, I, I always said, I know how it ends. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah. But the other movie is uh, The Killers of the Flower Moon. All right. Yep. So yep, those... those are the ones that are out there right now. I would say go see. All right. So those are your official recommendations for, for folks. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, but coming up, go ahead. coming up, there's some really good movies and uh, Color Purple, and I cannot wait to see Wonka which is going to be opening this weekend. Right, and right. that's the newest um, Willy Wonka type of movie. It's like the third one that's come out. And this one has Timothy Chalamet in it. All right. Um, Sally Hawkins, Hugh Grant. So I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, you know, the last movie I saw in the theater was a Tom Hanks movie called A Man Called Otto. Did you see that one? You know, I did not. I, I was going to, and then things got busy, believe it or not. Not about movies, but sports-wise. Yeah. And I think I was traveling down to Virginia to visit my grandchildren, but I did not. But I heard great things about it. Yeah, my wife and I went, and uh, you know, she cried at the end. I mean, that was a uh, that was yeah. the um, it was that kind of mood at the end. But um, you know, I, I don't really see a whole lot of movies, but I was uh, you know compelled to see that one. And uh, you know, really, Tom Hanks. Is never in a bad movie, right? He's one of the greatest Correct. of all time. Yep. Correct. Nope. You're right. You're yep. right. You usually can't go wrong. Money. He definitely is uh, someone that you'd want to, no pun intended, put your money on. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that movie was based on a novel. That I believe it was a German author that wrote uh, the initial story. So that was that was a novel first, and then uh, Tom yep. Hanks was great in it. So. Um, you know, I, I don't see a lot of them, but but that was fun to watch. But yeah. uh, I thought we'd have some fun here, Kitty Ray, and and we'll ask okay. you we'll ask you we'll ask you some general movie questions, and uh, right. I think uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this. So let me start with um, which movie plot twist that you remember 
that mm. that uh, you didn't expect and it kind of blew your mind? Oh, boy. Jeez. Um, well, you know the twist. Well, I'm trying to remember the year of this, but I go to a lot of the movies. I do like to see previews to them, and they're very interested. Yeah. Interest in it. You know, it kind of piques my interest. But sometimes I don't want to see them because then I get disappointed. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say, gosh, I think it was back, and I'm trying to remember the year of this, but the movie that Haley Joel Osment was in. Yep. And where it was where he said, I see dead people. Oh. And it's, I think it's called The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. And um, that one totally, I mean, it, 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 it had fooled everyone, uh, even myself, wow. about, yeah, it, it was based, it, it was around 2000, and it was the one that had uh, Bruce Willis in it, and yep. he was the psych, the, uh, um, the, psychi- the psychologist, yep. and so this uh, uh, Haley, um, yeah, I think, yeah, Haley Joel Osment, and he was a little boy who thought he had psychic power. People thought he had psychic psychic ability. Yeah. Because he he kept seeing people after they had passed or like ghosts. Oh yeah. And yep. come find out, his therapist, who is played by um, Bruce Willis, was also deceased. Oh wow, crazy, and, huh? But he, the psycho, the, the, the psychologist, didn't know he hadn't he hadn't uh, realized that he had passed. So the whole thing was like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me! Wow. And you're really good at you know, like, oh, I know how this is end, how this will end. I did right. not know that. Wow. Well, those are good movies. So, yep, they keep you right on yeah, the edge of your seat. Yeah. 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 The sixth sense. All right. Now, you know, movies can be pretty emotional at times. Have you ever been surprised to find that a movie was making you cry? Well, you know what you just said about your wife at the end of the, of that, a man called Otto. Yeah. Kind of like that situation. I mean, certain movies, when you go in, you know, they're going to be tearjerkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel somewhat. And um, I think the one that I just mentioned that you need to go see that's in the theater, the um, the Killer Moon. Yeah. Uh, that one made me cry. Oh wow! And I think I think that is why. Um, it's the Killers of the Flower Moon. I always get that mixed up. Um, I there was a lot of emotion in that, and there I'm not sure if I was the only one with tears, but I I didn't expect to cry. At this movie. Yeah, you know what I think so, is the, you know what I think is the saddest movie of all time, and it, this is a sports movie too. It's Brian's song. It oh was, my gosh! Uh, yeah, that was quite quite the sad movie at the end. Of course, that's the story. Yes. That's the story of Brian Piccolo, the former Chicago right. Bears running back who uh, died of cancer, and uh, Gail. Sa- yeah. yeah, and Gail Sayers played was played by the role of Billy D. Williams, and I think men and women have uh, really gotten emotional over that. Very sad ending. And admit it. You know, yeah. a lot of people know I didn't cry at that. I didn't cry at that. I have cried at movies, but the one I'm, I'm interpreting what you asked was one I didn't expect to cry. Yeah, right. But like the movie, The Way We Were, 
Oh, I cry. Oh, wow. I cried at the, I always cry at the end of A Star is Born. Oh, okay. All right. So movies like that, but this one that uh, just came out, um, yeah. So I would say that one. All I right. didn't expect to cry in that one. All right. Now, here's a two-part question. This is kind of fun. Uh, have you ever fallen asleep in a movie theater? And <laughs> also, have you ever walked out on a movie because it was so bad? Oh, God. I'm going to say yeah. It's funny you're saying that because you know that we have a, a mutual friend that goes to movies with me. Yeah. And he is my barometer sometimes on how I rate movies because okay. it's um, if he falls asleep, I kind of will say, uh, or people will say, hey, did uh, did Ken fall asleep? And then if I go, no, has I really been staying awake? <laughs> stay awake? But have I? Yes. But I will say, I'm not sure, John, if it's because it was the result of the movie being bad or was just a snooze fest, as okay. I say. Okay, all or right. I was just wicked tired. All right. So there's not a specific, yeah, there's not a specific no. movie you can think of that made you uh, react that way. Well, there is one, and you just asked who, did I ever walk out? Yes. And I have. All right. Do and tell. It was back in 20, in the early 20s, 2000s, or whatever, 2006, um, Borat. Oh, okay, yeah. You thought that was a terrible movie? Uh, I walked out after 15 minutes. Wow. Wow. And you know what movie I walked into? What's that? Literally, I paid my money, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't stand I can't. This isn't even funny. I walked into The Hangover movie. Oh, wow. How'd you, how'd you like that I, one? I loved it. All right. All right. <laughs> so I think of Borat, and I think, um, I can't remember his name, Cohen. Um, whoever was is Borat, and he's a. I know he's a good guy, and there's a lot of fans, people who like them. But to each his own. Um, yeah. The Hangover movie I really like, so I watched that series. But there is a but in this. Just recently, I did go see a. Um, it's actually a sequel to uh, the Hunger Games. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the Hunger Games. Yes, but I there am. Is the newest one came out. Uh, it's a prequel, actually. All right. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of the Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, boy. And that was two hours and a half, a little mm. over two hours and a half. I almost walked out on that one, John. Oh, really? It was that bad, huh? Well, I love The Hunger Games. Don't I love it. I read the books. I've read, I've seen all of the series. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe it's because I know how President Snow, who is very pivotal in Hunger Games, yeah, how he turns out. And I, I, I did leave John fifteen minutes early. I didn't. I left before the final ending of it. Wow. Wow. So I'm not sure if it was just bad, bad, but it might have been. All and right. I was a little disappointed in that one. But. All right. So yes. <laughs> so you have. All right. So what's your favorite guilty play, uh, pleasure movie? Do you have one? I do. All right. I let, have a number. All right. I have a number of them. Let's hear. Them. All right. Okay. This is a family family station, though, right? Well. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Do what you do. What you have to do. No, I was going to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey because huh. I'm going to say <laughs> I did like the books and I did like the movies, but 
it's almost it is the twilight saga i loved the twilight saga okay which All right. has twilight new moon eclipse and the two the last two movies which were breaking dawn part one and breaking dawn part two and i'm not sure if you're familiar with them but kristen stewart yeah plays bella swan this is the vampire and werewolves in it and uh this human who is Kristen Stewart, she plays Bella Swan. Yep. Robert Patterson's in it as uh, Edward Cullen and Taylor Lautner as Jacob, who is the uh, the real or the wolf in it. But anytime and every time I see it on TV, I always watch it. I mean, I always, always watch it. Okay. Always. Great stuff. Great so stuff. I always. And you know who else is in that? Who's and a that? lot of people forget this. I have loved him for a long time, but Rami Malek. Oh, okay. And, you know, All he right. played Freddie Mercury, you know, in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. and won an Academy Award for it. But Rami was in this. Okay. In, he played um, one of the Vitaris, um, uh part of the vampire group and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say that's my guilty pleasure. I mean, right. I, gosh, there's so many movies I I would watch again just to kind of like, oh, wait, you know, and then kind of go past. I always watch these movies. Great always. stuff. Great stuff. Can you think of any remakes that were made that you actually liked better than the originals? Oh, you know, there's been so many re remakes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, John, let me think. Hmm. I no, I don't think... You know what? There hasn't really been. I, you know, I mentioned *A Star Is Born*. Yeah. And I know they've had two or three re remakes, and I did like the, the, um, of course, the one way, way back in the '30s, and maybe there were four re remakes. I can't remember. I think I was alive for two of them. <laughs> the Barbara Streisand one, and Christopher, um, what's his name, Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Yeah. And then this late, latest one had Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked that one, but better, <clears throat> you know what? I can't really, I don't know. It's so hard because it's hard, you know, some of them are so classic that it's really hard for me to judge because when the original was out, you know, maybe your, my frame of mind might've been a little different. Yeah. And in today's technology and with all of the digital enhancements they can do, you know, is it, am I liking this because of, all the special effects is better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. So I don't think so, John. Okay. You know, it's not often that the remakes are better. It's probably very uncommon for that to happen. And, yeah. you, you know, like yourself, I, I, I don't think I can really think of any that come to mind uh, where the remakes are actually better. So just, uh, yeah. just a general question that I thought you might have an opinion on. But uh, at any rate, uh, if you could meet any movie star, Kitty Ray, whether alive or not, no longer with us, who would it be? Oh my gosh, John. <sighs> you ask all these hard questions. <laughs> oh, well, let me see. <clears throat> alive, uh, living or not. You know, I, I love comedy. I mean, I love you know, making fun of myself, enjoying people who love to laugh, people who make me laugh. Yeah. Um, but I also love music. I love dancing. Oh, my gosh, there's so many here. You know what? 
Well, I didn't John mean to put. Oh, John I didn't, Travolta. Nice, nice. I didn't mean to John, put you on the spot there, but yeah. No, John no, Travolta. We only have a few minutes. I could go on. <laughs> John Travolta, because that man could can dance. Just what I said, I like. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you think about it. He can play serious roles. Yeah. He can play. He can. He plays. I mean, I don't know if you remember him in the beginning of Welcome Back, Cotter, when he was. Oh yes, that's right. That was that Uh, was in in my era. Yep, growing up in the the seventies, right? Yep, one of the sweat hogs. Yep, you know it. Yeah, Mr. Cotter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, and then he he was in Carrie, but Saturday Night Fever. Oh yeah. I think I fell in love with him, his dancing, and uh, Grease. And you know, do you did you ever see him in Hairspray? No, I didn't played, see. When he played Tracy, um, what is it? What was her name? Turn Bloods or Team Turn Black? Yeah. Mom. Yeah. He was the mom. Wow. He played the mom in the musical movie. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, dancing, singing. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about pop, Pulp Fiction and all of that, but. Oh boy, he's been around forever too, and yep. um, and he flies his own plane. Oh, that's cool, huh? So I think, yeah, I think it would be John Travolta because I think I would just want to say, could you like dance a little bit with me? <laughs> <laughs> was Saturday Night Was Saturday Night Fever the greatest soundtrack of any movie of all time? I think oh. so. Yeah, it, for me, it comes down to either Saturday Night Fever or Grease. And and both. Yeah. Common. Yeah. Was. Yeah, you're right about that because I, and right now, uh, probably I'm I'm not plugging Capital One, um, but the commercial that John Travolta is in currently as um, Santa. Oh yeah. He's carrying, he's carrying that paint bucket down the street, and he's in the Santa outfit. Pay attention because when he goes to pay for, uh, I can't remember when he pays for something. And this lady goes, where have you been, Santa? And he says, North Pole. That's Donna from Saturday Night Fever. Awesome. Awesome. So I actually downloaded that so I could watch it every day. Nice. <laughs> this might be my crush movie too. <laughs> well, um, that's a perfect segue into my next question. You know, I was talking to my okay. wife, uh, wife a little while ago, and we were wondering, what is the ultimate Christmas movie? Now, there's so many of them out there. So we, we, we touched on a little bit earlier, but what is your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to pick one ultimate Christmas movie out there, uh, what would you what would you lean towards? Uh, you know what it would be for me, and I have I love that one from 1983, A Christmas Story, oh, the one yeah. with Ralphie, the one with Ralphie and the Red Rider gun that you're going to put your eye out kid with oh and yeah darren mcgavin is in it and um uh peter billingsley's ralphie and i just think the whole thing i love it. it and i think you know it's not the black and white like you know it's a wonderful life which is a fantastic classic movie. yeah i was going to ask and you this, about that oh i love that one yeah. i love it Sometimes I think my life should be It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But A Christmas Story is kind of makes you feel like you're in the 50s, 60s, um, and that old, that family feeling of, you know, you get 
you know, get together with your family and, you know, your mom helps you when uh, you get caught swearing, but she doesn't tell your dad type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. It's just, I mean, and who can, uh, you know, like when they, when you see the word fragile, yeah. I always think of fragile because he says he's trying to read what he gets in the mail and it's <laughs> fragile. But, you know, I think that is mine. I All think right. that's my favorite one. I mean, there's so many out there, but I'm going to say a Christmas story. All right. That's a good pick. Now, the, what about yours real quick? You, you know what? Um, the fa My favorite movie that has Christmas attached to it is actually a comedy. And it's an Eddie Murphy movie with Dan Aykroyd. It's called Trading Places. Yes, I, don't know, I know that one. That was from the 80s, where, where basically uh, Eddie Murphy is a street hustler, and Dan Aykroyd is a successful um, brokerage. Um, he works in a, a brokerage firm, and he's a commodities trader. And these two old rich guys uh, decide to do an experiment, and they switch places. And uh, the results are hilarious. There's a lot of great stuff in that movie. But I remember there's a scene where there's the office Christmas party and um, Eddie Murphy's character, Billy Ray Valentine, tries to frame uh, Dan's character there by putting drugs in his desk. And, <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't know why I think of that. But at Christmas time, I always think about trading places for, for whatever reason. Yeah? I love it. And, and, and thank you. <laughs> and, and I know you'll probably get some tweets or, uh, saying, what? what is she talking about, that Kitty Ray? Uh, thank you for not saying die hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, you don't you don't consider that a Christmas movie then? I do not. All right. <laughs> my my family, we have this thing at Christmas time talking about die hard. I'm like, oh, my gosh. All right. As great as Bruce as great as Bruce Willis is, you you don't consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. I do not. But All you're right. right about Bruce Willis. There are certain movies, yes, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're talking with Kitty Ray. She is the flick chick, and uh, you can hear her. Where can we hear you uh, actually uh, with your movie? Well, thank you. With your Thanks movie criticisms, yeah. Well, I am on Friday on WKXL on uh, Kale and Company. Yes. And you can, we, I am part of the Friday Fun Bunch. Mm -hmm. And it's on eight to nine uh, on Friday. I try to be on more, but Ken doesn't let me do this. <laughs> he has other people that, <laughs> but it's 103.9 and 101.9 FM. And you also can hear us on 1450 AM. And, um, they, you can actually uh, go on to NewHampshireTalkRadio.com and listen to it that way as well. All right, so you'll get you'll get more movie information that you can handle uh, when you have oh, Kitty Ray sure. on. Uh, so that that's great. So of course, Ken Kale has been uh, on the podcast lots of times. Ken's a great friend, and uh, so that that's great that there, that connection is there. And uh, we'll certainly look forward to to hearing you, Kitty Ray. Just a few more things before I let you go yeah. here. Uh, now, have you ever seen? A movie being filmed. Oh my gosh, I have actually been in a movie. Being oh, tell filmed. us about that. Tell us that story. I actually was. Oh gosh, let me see. Six years ago, I was an extra in a movie that David Spade was in. All right. And it was by the Adam Sandler production, Father Father of the Year. I'm not sure if it's a Father of the Year or Father of the Year. Hmm, folks, it wasn't an Academy Award-winning movie. All right. 
<laughs> but it was lots of fun. And I had for about, I am, I am seen on camera. All right. But not as just one person with a bunch of people throwing water balloons at a group of people uh, having um, like a race, uh, an obstacle course with their wives on their backs. And they were going through this mud. It took two days to film about a 15 second shot. Wow. It, it really did. And it was really weird because I, um, I had, you had to wear the, obviously the same clothes on the second day. And um, in fact, the gentleman who plays, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Sorry. But David Spade comes up, you know, walks by. He's right there. We, they were very like, oh, you can't really talk to him unless he talks to you. Okay, we got that. You know, mm -hmm. so that, that, that part was fine. Uh, but everyone, I mean, it was a great experience. And um, yes, so I did get to see a film being, um, a movie being filmed. How I was a participant. Wow. How thrilling was it for you to be a part of uh, cinematic history? You know what? It was quite thrilling, to be very honest. And if I may say this, um, obviously Adam Sandler um, graduated from a high school, Manchester, I think it was Manchester, yep. I can't remember, East or High, I can't remember his school, sorry, because I'm not from Manchester, um, but, um, and uh, so a New Hampshire person, and you could not wear anything that had uh, anything Thing, you know, like advertising companies, and you could not wear hats. Okay, all right. And I brought a hat, and I, and it had to be approved. And do you know what the hat was, John? Tell me. The Manchester Monarchs. Oh, I should have been able to guess that. <laughs> and they, and they let me wear it. I was the only one in the scene that had a hat. Oh wow, that's great publicity and for Ken and the Monarchs too, isn't it? <laughs> It really was. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I was excited great. about that. And did I get paid? No, I did it as a volunteer. <laughs> and it was just fun. It's like this movie thing. I love doing this just to talk about movies and have a good time. And I think that's what movies are about. Absolutely. I mean, everyone chooses, you know, your own genre. Mine's a little different. Like, I don't go to really romantic you know, love story ones. I like a rom-com type of movie and a little bit of suspense and movies like that. So, uh, but to each zone, I love it. Just go out, have a good time and yeah. um, enjoy yourself. It's what it's about, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, when I hear Adam Sandler, I, I think about uh, uh, Happy Gilmore, you know, the scenes with Bob, oh. with Bob Barker when they're slugging it oh. out there on the golf course and then in the hospital. Oh, I and, love it. Uh, Bob, Bob Barker admitted that uh, he had a stunt double when they were rolling down the hill there on the golf course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You would think so. But Bob, before he died, Bob was talking about how fun it was to work with Adam Sandler. Of course, he's worked with uh, the great ones. Jack Nicholson, he was he was in with uh, in that movie Anger Management. Yes. And, uh, of course, so it's always great to hear Adam Sandler doing well, him being, you know, from uh, New Hampshire and all. So, uh, yeah. He's uh, he he's comes often. Yeah. He comes often to visit the at the school. It's, mention yeah. I wanted to mention my favorite of all time and uh and that's Clint Eastwood. Um, oh gosh. There is not a Clint Eastwood movie out there that that is not worth seeing. You know, and I, I love 
I love all the stuff he's done. Heartbreak Ridge was a great movie. Uh, I, I, I loved him in all the Dirty Harry stuff. And, and my wife and I saw Grand Torino, and that's another one she cried at, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you tell your wife that's one I would have cried at for sure as well. Oh, did you see it? Yes. Oh, yes. And now, was he, he was also in that, this is the one, that, The Million Dollar Baby. Oh, yeah. That was a recent one. That was about boxing, oh, wasn't it? yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. That one was something, too. Yeah. I love Clint Eastwood. Now, do you remember yes. Do you remember a movie that Clint did with Burt Reynolds back in 1984? It was called City Heat. It was like a police, oh my gosh. A police comedy drama. And people thought when Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds were paired together, they thought that was going to be a box office smash, but it didn't do as well in the theaters as they expected it to do. Yeah, I you know I don't recall that. What what did you say it was? It was called City Heat. In fact, if you uh, you you can probably um, you know get that through whatever your streaming service yeah, is and right. uh, check it out. Oh, but I have to check that out. Yeah, no, it, it's, I thought it was a great movie, but uh, I I don't know. Was it a comedy or? Yeah, it was it was like a comedy. It was a police comedy, if that if that's oh, okay. if that's kind of yeah. a, a genre. But it had some serious uh, moments too. You know, Eastwood gets to beat up a couple of guys, and uh, <laughs> you know, Reynolds has his usual uh, you know uh, humor mixed with uh, the serious stuff. So I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah. um, you know, good stuff. But anyway, Kitty Ray, if someone made a movie about your life, you know, who Ooh. do you who do you think would play you, or who would you want to play you? Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Funny that you're saying that because I've had a couple people. Now, you and I have met, and I, I've had a couple people say that I look like Sybil Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Much younger. Huh. <laughs> but but um, then I, oh, God, Lee Remick, they've said I've looked like. Wow. Uh, see, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's an oldie but goodie. But who would I want? You know what? I think someone that has, they have to have like a sense of humor. Okay. Because I'm not sure if I'm that funny. All I know is I have fun and I make a joke of myself and Mm -hmm. I do that. Um, And I know this person has, has, is deceased. Okay. But if someone did, I would have wanted it to be Betty White. Oh, she's great. She was great. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I know you asked me about now, but I, I, I think if I could have changed, you know, if things were in an, in an ideal world, Betty White would have would have played me because she, you know, like she plays that little, inno- she used to play that little innocent person. Yeah. And she would be like, uh, well, Sue Ann Niven, you know, when she was on my, the Mary Tyler Moore show and yep. then when she was the Golden Girls, Blanche. Was she Blanche? I can't remember if she was Blanche. But when she... Um, oh, she was Rose. No, she was Rose. Rose, Rose yeah. Island. Yes. And she acted naive, but she wasn't. She was. <laughs> and I loved, you know, I loved her compassion and her humor. And um, I would say Betty White. There you go. I, I can definitely... Have, I don't even have curly hair. <laughs> I can see that. No, given given your personality, I can definitely see that. You know, for me, I think it would come down to one of two people. Um, okay. Some people say that I resemble Kevin Nealon. Remember the guy from Saturday Night Live? I, oh, I know. Yeah. You yeah. do, actually, John. And, uh, yeah, and actually, but if I, if I had to pick someone to play me in a movie, it would have to be, without question, Leslie Nielsen. 
Oh my God, I because, love him. Because I have oh. him, I have his personality, I have his kind of um, humor in terms of the one-liners and the sight gags and everything. And you know, he's oh, he's yeah. he's really my comedic hero, you know. And uh, he went from being a very serious actor to um, doing all the goofball stuffs like Airplane. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know, and yeah. um, the uh, poli- police, <laughs> the police squad stuff and uh, the naked gun. You know, he really made uh, oh. he really made a name for himself. Not that he needed to, yeah. but uh, uh, and that was what Priscilla Presley was in that. What the naked yes, gun yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was his love interest. Right? Yeah. In the movies? Yeah. yeah. And that was funny in itself, too. <laughs> yeah, and of course, that, that also had uh, O.J. Simpson in it before he uh, yes. took, a, took a turn for the worse there back in yep. the early Made 90s. Bad, bad decisions. Oh, yes, ab- absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, how do you feel about comedies? In what respect? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, is that is that a genre? I guess I'm asking, is that a genre that is kind of high on your list relative to the other oh, stuff you like to watch? Oh, for sure. In yeah. fact, um, I well, again, liking to laugh. <clears throat> I think my ideal movie would be something that would make me laugh. Yep. And that had a little suspense. Doesn't I don't really necessarily I don't want to see a raunchy movie. Don't get me wrong. Yep. I don't want to see any raunchy movie, but I don't care if someone wanted to use an occasional F-bomb once in a while in yep. a movie. Yep. But I'm not there to see Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy sometimes in some of their movies, you know, what they had. But the rom-coms, you know, kind of like um, Restless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Um, I, movies like that. I, I like uh, You've Got Mail, one of my favorite Tom Hanks. Yes. Um, you got mail. We saw that in the uh, theater, and he was with. I believe Meg Ryan was in that too, wasn't yes, she? Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. By the way, someone once said I look like Meg Ryan, but I don't believe that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I the comedies would be right right up there. I mean, um, again, the Hangover one was kind of funny, and that you know, kind of more on the risque side. However, it was um, silly. Um, sometimes they have movies. Oh God! What was that one that had about super troopers or troopers? Oh yeah! Um, oh yeah! I did not like that. Okay. Some people liked them. I did not. Yeah. That was. I'm like, nope. I did not want to go to that one. So not all comedies, um, but a nice romantic comedy. Like I said, you got males, things like that. But that's as far as I want to go with romance. <laughs> all right. Here's. I don't. Hey, and I don't read Danielle Steele, and I think that's probably why. All right. Because for me. They all end the same. Well, listen, one more thing before I let you go here. Uh, okay. What What is a movie you've been wanting to watch, but you haven't yet, but you're going to? That I've been wanting to. Oh, you know what? It, uh, I'm also into some fantasy. Well, it's not fantasy. Um, the Marvel. You know the Marvel series? Yes, yes, you know, yes. They have the yep. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they name them so many different things. Um, Stan Lee was big in it, and um, but there's one out now. It's the Marvels, and uh, Captain America now is a woman. Oh, okay. Did not Brie know Larson. that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I th- that's one that's out, and I don't want to miss it, and I because it's one of those I'd like to see in the movie theater as opposed to streaming. You know, yep. here on my 
fairly large TV. Yeah. But um, I would say the Mar the Marvel, and it's called the Marvels, and it opened November 11th, and um, yeah, there's three like female leading roles or heroes in this, and they all kind of like, and they're all in their different ages, and they like go through this wormhole and and um, kind of tr trade places in it. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I've been kind of hesitating on going, and I know I'll have to go by myself because my friend Ken, he won't go to me, go with me on these because it's like, what, really? <laughs> because <laughs> because there's times I don't understand it, like the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. I love the Spider-Man, all you know, the ones where um, I, I I love. I will go see Spider-Man. I'll go see Batman. Um, so I do like those, that kind of genre as well. So I'm waiting to maybe go see this one. Um, I think what's happening though, in these types of movies, um, they're, they're being challenged now that how many different ways can you now come up with a new storyline? Obviously I'm saying Captain America, I mean, Captain Marvel is a woman. Yep. And so, which, Hey, yay. I'm, I mean, I'm really happy, but Wait a minute, wasn't Captain Marvel a guy? I thought so, you know, yeah. yeah. So all of that changes. You know, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, he was, uh, I think he might have been Captain, he was actually Captain Marvel, I think, at one time. I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't don't, don't uh, quote me on that. But, um, but anyways, that's the one I want to go see before it leaves uh, the big, theater the big screen great stuff and you know uh, i gotta put a put a um, plug in for one of my all-time favorites full metal jacket which uh oh, had arlie ermy yeah. and arlie ermy did all the Who's improvising for that movie and he was the drill sergeant sergeant hartman and uh okay. he did all the improv the improvisation for it being you know he was for a former marine uh drill sergeant and uh, initially, Steven Spielberg didn't want him. I'm sorry, uh, not Spielberg. Um, Stanley Kubrick, who directed oh, that yes. movie. Yeah, yes. uh, he didn't want Arlie Ermey uh, originally, but oh, he yes. imp he impressed him so much with his improvisation that he got the job. And I thought he was fantastic in that movie. And um, yeah, I, I, there are a few. Wasn't he in like Gomer Pyle? No. Yeah. No. What was he in? He's the one that did like the Marine thing, right? A commercial? No. Yeah, I he, know who you're talking about. Yeah, he did do some some commercials for the Marine Corps, I believe. Yeah. And he did yeah. a he did a, a parody uh commercial for I think it was Geico. He was he played a a, a therapist who was also a uh, retired um, drill sergeant, and uh, he yeah, he oh kind of lampooned that a little bit. But uh, no, he stole the show, and uh, that was such a great movie. And there's there's some military movies I really like out there. So and then that's one of them. But anyway, Kitty Ray, we're out of time. But you know, I, oh no way! Yeah, I, I told you that the time flies by. When you're talking about <laughs> stuff that you love to talk about. Oh, I have a great passion for movies. Yes, I do. Well, that came across in, in our talk tonight. And uh, I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to get you on because uh, I've been wanting to do it for a while. And, you know, you're such a you're, you're such a great authority on movies. And I thought this would be great, <laughs> especially around Christmas time when people start I having know. people start having time off. They're wondering, you know, hey, what, you know, what can I do during this off time? And, uh, you know, go see right. a flick. Go see a flick. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, spend time with your family. Check out the movies, and you know what? I, and I'm there. This is a no judgment zone. If you prefer to stay home and watch it on your, on your streaming, please do so. Just enjoy the time and with your family, and um, it's 
what it's about. Absolutely. Well, Kitty Ray, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you so much well, for being here on the. Welcome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Uh, we'd love to have you back. Perhaps we'll have uh, Ken and you uh, in an episode uh, down the road. Well, we'll do. Oh, I love it. We'll do a combo movie and sports, maybe. And uh, oh, we'll, I love it. I like yeah. to talk sports, John. You do. You're a big. You're a big <laughs> sports gal. I know you've you've got those D.C. roots, D.C. Virginia. And I there's do. A lot of great sports down there. So uh, we'll keep that in mind for a future episode. But uh, thanks so much Perfect. again, Kitty Ray. We enjoyed having you. Thank you. Happy New Year. All right. Same to you. All right. That's uh, the flick chick, Kitty Ray. You can hear her up in New Hampshire uh, on Kale & Company. And uh, we thank her for coming on. Next week, we're going to have Sounds of the Season. We're going to have Christmas music. I'm going to have a full uh, episode devoted to Christmas songs. So thanks so much. You've been listening to Airing It Out, Files from Leahy's Broadcast Booth. And we will talk to you next week. Hi, this is John Leahy. Please check out my website at johnrleahy.com. You can explore the history of my time in sportscasting from my early days to the present. You can view my resume, listen and watch my audio and video demonstration reels, as well as learn about this podcast, my internet radio station, the Harbor Light Sessions Radio Network, watch my music demos, learn about my books, audiobook narration, and you can check out my event calendar. There's also an informational section with tips and tools in broadcasting, along with my personal influences and cool links. Check it out at johnrleahy.com.